You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. And welcome to The World According to George. Uh, I'm your host, George Thomas, and my guest host today, uh, drumroll please, is who? Yeah, Beatrice <laughs> Thomas. That was supposed to be your name. And Sorry. we're coming at you from downtown Chicago, the cultural epicenter of the Midwest and our home for, I've been here at least six years. How long have you been here? Two. You've been here way longer than six years. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Well, I keep it you at six years every year. This is my 10 year. You started college this year 10 years ago. Yeah, you've been here a long time. Okay. I'd say eight years. Thanks. Yeah. And, you know, time moves on. I'm starting to get annoyed of listening to my voice. Uh, I have to listen to all the episodes. I don't edit them. Uh, We have Cam and Kevin for that. Shout out, guys. But yeah, it's hard to, I don't know. I thought I was was getting really into it, listening to the show in my car, but uh, it's starting to be too much. I don't know. I don't love it. Yeah, it's hard I think to listen you have to yourself. A good voice. You have a good voice for podcasting. I think mine is not great. Yeah, um, well, we'll see after the show. <laughs> after after I fire you. Yeah. B. So how's it going? How's what's what's new with you in life? <laughs> it's good. I'm more nervous than I thought I'd be. So thanks yeah. for the wine. It's all right. Casey cheers. was nervous. Oh yeah. Cheers. Well, cheers. First yes. family member on the podcast. I feel good about it. It's yeah. Not at all because I was I live near you next to Chicago. George. Yeah. You're a warm body. We needed. Somebody, and this is actually, uh, Casey's not available, but this is our third time trying to record uh, episode four. We really? had, yeah, I tried to do it a f- two weeks ago, couldn't get Adobe Audition to work. Tried to do it a few days ago, couldn't get it to work again. We just uh, fixed it, Cam and I, mostly Cam. So it's been a little bit challenging because ideally these episodes would be released within a week's uh, time after I record them. They're not meant to be you know, released like a television show or released weeks later. And I, I did have two people mention to me that, uh, oh, why is episode three, you know, you're talking about Thanksgiving when we're in Christmas time yeah. and now we're at the moment of this recording, we're past Christmas. So I, yeah, it's good feedback because I think it tells me, you know, in my mind, I think I'm just going to record these and pop them out. But people really like to be in the moment. Yeah. They want to hear what's going on that week based on what's going on in the world. Yeah. And that's what it, the way I want it to be, too. It scares me a little bit because I, I always worry I'm not going to have enough content, but that's my problem. Uh, so you know, those people that, that told me that, that, that's good feedback. Please bear with me these next couple episodes, you know, maybe as, as long into uh, or as much as into episode six. They might be a little delayed, but after that, they really should not be. So anyway, we're, we're trying to get these out. And then, of course, when you start a new... A radio show. There is a little bit of lag time to get everything up. It did take us like five weeks to get episode one up. So I think that kind of goes with the territory. But we're gonna we're gonna try to get things out a lot more timely. All right. My first quick topic here. I went to Casey's company Christmas party, which is at the old post office again. This year, which is where you work, B yeah. same lobby. Yep. She's a consultant, and uh, I'm not gonna you know trash them too bad, but it was. For my opinion, it was lame, very impersonal. Um, no one from her team is is hardly even there. I'm sick of the venue. I hate consultants, and there's no hard alcohol. You don't alcohol. like the venue? There was no hard alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, and I don't. You know, that's a cool venue. 
I know, but they have they had it there last year. Oh, okay. And it was it was the company. I'm not going to reveal the company, but it was the company name, Ton, like Bridgerton, but like, you know, Acme Ton. Was the were the decorations? Yeah, Bridgerton, like Bridgerton, but, and they had like actors I'm walking even, around. Ew. And yeah, it was cringeworthy. That. And that's not even a cool show at this moment. I've is never it? seen. No, I don't know. I've never seen it, but no, it, it was really popular when it came out. Yeah, I was told I looked like one of the ladies on that show. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. So I'm less than impressed. And I, I used to, you know, put together our Christmas parties in my previous company, and they were just all. Maybe it's because it's a. It was much smaller than on the scale of like a huge you know, thousands of employees business. But the whole point was to get people and a lot of times their spouses together. You don't see them, you know, you're, you're just relaxing over the holidays. People have earned, you know, what they've done in that year. And maybe just it's the fact that the scale is so big that there's no way it's going to feel that way. So maybe that's why so I don't like it. they didn't get wild? Well, we left. I, I don't think anyone's getting wild though. No, at those. Our Christmas party was at whirly ball which i oh, yeah. didn't know what that was but yeah people get wild at these christmas yeah. parties probably too far yeah i mean i leave within an hour yeah. of being there before yeah. things get weird that's good yeah it just depends you got to know the vibe and know the industry and know the company and you I, know i, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's fine b's very nervous but casey was very nervous too when she became she was kind of a church mouse, and uh, I could tell that. Yeah, it's, you think it's nerve wracking. You're a little bit nervous. I am definitely. Drink nervous. more of that wine. I know. I need to. Don't waste it. Should we take a shot? No, we're not taking a shot. I gotta get through the episode okay. with you, with you okay. sitting here. Have fun while you while you can, because if this thing blows up, you know, you'll be gone. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna recap a few travels I've had since our last episode. Uh, I was in Vegas. I went to the IU-Arizona game. We had a crushing defeat there. And, and Vegas, I don't go often. Boy, that's a, a strange place. Um, yeah. I also don't know how much I lost. I was gambling. I'm not a big gambler. Were uh, you drunk? No. Oh, well, sometimes, but not. I wasn't. I didn't lose money because I was drunk. But I lost somewhere between 700 and 1,100. So I'm... You don't know? I don't know exactly. How and, do you not know? Well, I don't gamble. And people would... I remember someone came up to me. But you know how much you... <laughs> no, I didn't. There's some money. I put money in my wallet, but I didn't count it. And then I started gambling. Oh, stupid. And started losing. And uh, But that's how, that's how much I'm not thinking about it. Other people, like my good friend that went, you know, we had... Our dad was out there. They know exactly how much they brought. They know exactly how much they want to lose or they're comfortable losing. I don't think about just, any of that. I just started... <laughs> Playing roulette, and I was not lucky. And I also bet like 300 of that's on the IU game, and they lost. And I don't oh, know. How, I at the MGM Grand. You don't know, know they, they lost? lost? No. Oh, you're not even a fan. Um, yeah, was it they, bad? Uh, I think we lost by between 15 why and 20. They, why did I think they it, But it was 80% IU won. fans. Who did they play? Arizona. Oh. I thought um, they Yeah, no, we, we lost. And I, a lot of people, I think, lost money on that game. Interesting. Um, I've yeah. only gambled once in my life and it was with madeline and dad gave us both a hundred dollars to go and we were like dad we're gonna come back with i don't know you can cut this out but <laughs> dad was like we we're like we're gonna come back with more money than you gave us we went out we won more and then madeline got so drunk she left me and i couldn't find her and when i found her she was like deep in the hole and lost all of it. where some weird somewhere in indiana we were the at four home. wins or something something weird or the blue chip blue chip yeah yeah that's garbage. I'm not good friends with, but a friend of one of my really good friends 
was at one point up 3500 and if oh, wow. i would have if i would be up at 2000 just walk i away. would just take it away i'd go right cuz i want to watch i wanted to watch long i want to go right to the cartier store and buy a watch <laughs> 3500 would almost buy it, but they're about, really? I think they're 4000 But th this guy, just like everybody in Vegas, was up, up, up. Guess what he left Vegas with? He was Zero. negative 500 Oh, wow. <laughs> so it, it's that's what it does, though. There's no winners uh, for the most part. I remember my other friend was up 1000 on slots after like a few minutes. Didn't take it, you know, blew it past that's, the zero. And yeah. it was like the last hour we were gambling of the last night. Wow. So, yeah, it's uh, it's so strange. It, I like the buildings. Who's up on slots? Can you name? No, names? I don't name names here. Damn. But uh, maybe you can tell me I will if I if I get permission though in the future. I, I I'll start. We can. We don't have to be that protective of people. But I want people to feel like they can still talk to me. Yeah. And give me information, information. without being. You can still give revealed. the stories because people without... can be very sensitive about. Yeah. What they want, even though this is a very, well, you know, minimally listened to podcast, people still, you know what care about we'll see yeah. how sensitive it's fine you didn't do it you just calm down you're fine just drink your wine over there can you pass me the drunk ass bottle yeah okay thank you all right yeah it's just it's a meat market it was really busy because there were some huge conventions going on there and i was at the bellagio which is a, a good place to stay it's in a good never stayed there location it's a lot of parents a lot of people that we know Stayed there, and uh, I went to the Bellagio buffet on that <laughs> Sunday morning uh, where I was alone, and it was yeah, it was a little bit creepy. <laughs> I got like grilled cheese and Chinese food, I think, for breakfast. What? Yeah, it was bad. It was a buffet. Yeah, for of grilled like cheese eighty dollars or fifty, whatever it was. Um, I felt terrible after I ate that food, and I was heading yeah. on the plane too. Like you so were gonna then I had something my, bad was gonna happen to you. Maybe. But then I had my beef and macaroni and cheese oh. on my United <laughs> <laughs> And uh yeah, I did not feel did not feel good. Um You and food is something Yeah. Something the guy special. next to me, it was nine AM in the morning. <laughs> beef and Matt, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> well that was for lunch on the flight. That's weird, George. That's what they were serving. But you ate Chinese food and what? I had Chinese food and, grilled, and cheese grilled cheese. At what time? Uh nine. And what time was your flight? My flight was probably at 11 or noon. And you then ordered what on the flight? Well, you're given a meal. Yeah. I was, you have, have to pick. And the big guy next to me and me were like, they, she was saying like some veggie grain bowl. I don't oh, want that. No. No. And it's not going to be good anyway. And so we were both full throttle. He got two pieces of bread. He asked for an extra one. They only give you one, but he, he wanted two. So we were vibing on the same level but yeah i should have not had any food at the bellagio because i feel like i have gerd a lot <laughs> and uh heartburn wait what's gerd uh, gerd is i think uh Bur gurgling a, well i'm always swallowing and clearing my throat so i think that also messed up my digestive tract <laughs> it was a it was a tough day that sunday and you're hung over yeah so yeah that's why that's i'm fair. eating grilled, that's grilled cheese you're and chinese like, food yeah hungover food. but the guy next to me in the buffet again he probably had 50 shrimp on his plate he was eating <laughs> shrimp like raw shrimp. <laughs> so I do also want to start ranking all these hotels for our listeners. And uh, I, hopefully it'll be entertaining. If it's not, we won't. I won't keep doing it. But uh, I, I came up with five categories for the hotels when I travel. Service, food, building setting and design, guest to staff ratio, and room rating. Uh, like the room condition and how up to date it is. Guest to staff ratio is, you know, the more 
staff there are for the guests, the better that score is going to be. So for the service on the Bellagio, I gave it an 85%. I gave the food an 85%. I gave the building design and setting a 92. I gave the guest to staff ratio an 80%. And the room uh, rating received a 90% for an overall score of an 86.4%. So still <laughs> pretty high. What is that, a B? Yeah. That's a solid, yes. Yeah, solid yeah. okay. So that is it. If you're looking to stay at Bellagio, you never stayed there, and you want to know more, uh, you can take that with you and use that in your travels. All right. I also was in NYC. B, where you were with me, so this is timely. Yes. We went there to take uh, my little brother to a his first Warriors game. That was my birthday present uh, to him. And uh, I did learn that Sam is one of those asshole sports fans. Uh, I'm yep, not a big yep. sports fan uh, on anything, uh, but minus IU. But it's I think it's similar to when, and maybe I'm off on this, but I think it's similar to when people talk about like Eagles fans, like just being totally obnoxious, getting yeah. into fist fights, screaming at other people. Sam is one uh, of those people. Yeah, I didn't know that. He was like taunting the yeah the, uh, that's not people good. behind us and i have a lot of what we call third person embarrassment so, so do i, I. you yeah. have it to an extreme it where worse. it's like inappropriate no um, it isn't <laughs> it is. no, no no but no i do have third yeah i do too um yeah. but you should maybe note that this was supposed to be a you and sam trip and it turned into yeah a you guys took a brady bunch yeah, Dad ended vacay. up going. Uh, Madeline, because she lives in New York. Uh, my sister came, and we we took her home. You went. Um, yeah, and I don't know why I went when I was there. You because like, you go to everything. I, I know. You have, I need, you're no, always available. No, I know. Freaking boyfriend. I know. All right. No, I need to say <laughs> that things. I was on that trip, and I was like, "Why am I here? I have to work, so I yeah. couldn't like <laughs> do anything." I will not be doing that next time. I'm going to start saying no. The family things. I just thought about that. Yeah. I think, yeah. The family things. All right. Not Good. Ev- I don't need to go to everything. Yeah. You took like, right. I we don't want you go- there. Yeah. I- <laughs> yeah. But we did run into Steph Curry. The team was yes. coincidentally at the same hotel. staying at our hotel. We were at the Ritz in the Nomad District of New York, which is right by Madison Square Garden. That was actually wild. Yeah. So we saw the head coach. There. Every time we were in the elevator, there was players. Sam saw uh, his idol, Steph Curry, and had a visceral reaction. I won't reveal <laughs> what that was to save him the embarrassment. But, uh, yeah, that was quite a reaction. I think it freaked out my dad. It definitely um, freaked out dad. He's still talking. <laughs> and I am going to rank the Ritz Nomad, even though we were only there, only there one night. But I want to call out the hotel a little bit because they did mess up when we checked in. We were supposed to have three rooms for one night. And we had two rooms for one night on the date we were supposed to be there. And then the third room wasn't booked or was put in by their call center for the following year's date for 2023. Oh yeah. And that, then that took a little weird. Yeah. So I, it goes back to my point that these big brands and I haven't stayed much at the Waldorf Astoria, but you know, the Ritz since 1998 has been owned by Marriott. The St. Regis is owned since 2016 also by Marriott. And I think when you're part of these huge corporations, these huge you know, Marriott, I don't know how many brands they own, but, uh, you know, it's it's absurd. I think it really, I do think it cuts down on the service sometimes. You know, com- when you're paying five-star pricing, but getting not that level four, of service. Three, yeah, not yeah. three, but four. And um, I, just don't, I think it affects it. I and I think I'm like, seeing it when I travel. Yeah, I just, whenever something is owned by the Marriott, or 
I don't know, these big corporations. I just don't. I don't love that. Okay, so I am going to rank the Ritz Nomad. It is brand new, uh, which is always better for everybody. I always love when a hotel is new. I think it was finished in maybe May or July of, of this year. The service, I'm going to give a 91. The food was 92. The building setting and design was 95. Guest to staff ratio, 92. Room rating, 93 for an overall score of an A- minus or a 92.6. Um, again, a new hotel is going to compete better. And also keep in mind, I was there one night. So it, it'd be easy if I could go to every hotel I stay at and give it a ranking after being there five nights, you know, or, or minimum three uh, and and order all the things, you know, in a hotel, like go to the restaurant, go to the bar, order room service, yeah, do everything that you're supposed to do. But that that's my rating. Getting back to the hotel and the, the dynamics of it, the rooftop is incredible. So that is completely worth your time. Um, Even I forget, if you're not staying there. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but the, the rooftop has floor to ceiling views unobstructed of lower Manhattan, the World Trade Center. It's got an amazing view of the Empire State Building. Your rooms have great views. It's just very unique in, to, in New York to be. That wasn't a renovation. It was a totally ground up new build. So the fact that they were able to get that done uh, right there, I think off whatever that, I forget what that street is, but it's worth it. You know, and I think, it, you know, when they, when you can do something ground up and as opposed to like with the peninsula of New York, they're going to have to gut it. It's just, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm sure when it's finished, but it's not the same as having a, a blank canvas. We were in Indy. I was in Indy with Case. We were uh, down in Carmel. We had a, uh, a nice Christmas dinner with some of my uh, Carmel and my Indy friends. We had a tough drive down the old stop. I went, I was in Elkhart or Bristol. So we took, we went from there to Carmel on US 31, our, oh. our favorite road. And that was a tough a really tough, the toughest I've driven in my car. I've got a newer car, and that was a big test. And we we really it was not a fun drive at all. Why? Because of the weather, or because it was that boring? Not because it was boring. Okay. Even though it is, and I I always show the weather was bad. The weather was bad, and yeah. I have, I probably have oversized wheels, and the the tires I have are not. They might be all weather, but they're definitely not winter tires. Yeah, I feel like they your could car be is all, a little more sensitive because well, when I was. Or maybe I'm just my car I mean, today, or my, the car you're driving now. My no, old car. your car, the car. Okay, your car, the car I'm driving now is like a boat, beast of a car. So it does well in the snow. Yes, but I'm not the greatest driver, so I don't think I should be doing any. Yeah, you should. You that. shouldn't be driving. But, <laughs> but no, so it, it slipped a lot. Yours seemed. Yours seemed. But it was to icy, slip. and there's no there's is, no yeah. solution for ice. Yeah. So that was, yeah, I had some tough drives. That was tough. We were in Carmel. I love going to Carmel. Every time I go to Carmel, I feel like I'm playing that old video game I used to be obsessed with. There might be a better game to compare it to today, but the game I loved when I was a kid was Age of Empires. <laughs> and it's like Carmel. You remember that game? Yeah. Where you build and it's war yes. and all that. Go, going to Carmel, Carmel is like, stop it. <laughs> going to Carmel is like seeing something. Every time you go, first you see, a, you know, there's a, a bank made of mud. And then you go the next time the bank's made of sticks. And then you go the next time the bank's made of brick. And then it's made of stone. And then it's made of steel. It, yeah. It, they just continually. It's like Pleasantville there. Approve, Everything is perfect. Or improve, improve, improve. I hate that. Yeah, I like it. I know you do. And uh, roundabouts are amazing. Carmel Chris Kindle is getting, again, it's like the, the village people just keep, going and it's going weird. and going and uh, hats off to them um so we're always the only place i stay if i'm on the north side of indy or in carmel i don't want to put out my friends they all have babies 
So Casey and I always stay at the Carmichael, which in my opinion is, if it's not the nicest hotel in Indiana, it's one of the nicest. It's top three. And they got that done. And they've done, stay a, they've done a great job. I don't know. I don't think so. I've been there like a dozen times. Is it really rustic? That's Ironworks. Okay, never mind. Which is also good. But yeah. we always stay at the Carmichael. And I am going to rate the Carmichael. This just happens to be a heavy hotel episode. Overall, now the Carmichael is what we talked about. It is one of the, it's an autograph hotel. So that's uh, Marriott. Uh, but the service uh, I ranked was an 88% food, 88. Building setting design, 95. Guest to staff ratio, 85. They lose a little there. And the room rating overall is a 90 for a, a top score of 89.2 or right under an A-. minus. Uh, so highly recommend though. If if you're in that area, you can't compare it to hotels here in Chicago or hotels in New York or, you know, you, you are in central Indiana, but worth going to, worth staying there if you care about hotels and you want to be at a little nicer place. So we'll stay there. Our cousin's getting married down there next or this. Yeah, this next year. Yeah. So we'll that's we'll probably where we'll stay. I wanted to point this out. This must have been when we were. It, having dinner in yeah this is when we had dinner in new york i'm scared some of my family members and maybe some of you people out there ask what your favorite food is to the waiter and it annoys me because <laughs> when they answer that it's their favorite food not yours why does that help you it's a huge waste of time and I stop agree. doing it a better question to ask someone at dinner or you know staff at a restaurant is what are some of your most popular dishes? That should be your question. Yeah. The question is not what's your favorite. Your favorite, I, their favorite, not your favorite. You're not talking about me, right? I don't know who I'm talking about. But <laughs> I, I, I just don't like when people do that because it doesn't yeah. doesn't prove anything. I agree, but I do. And also, we don't do even know the, the life story of the freaking waiter either. We can be polite without. Oh, knowing. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I agree. No, I agree. Uh, where are we eating lately? So I and B, if you want to add to this, this is my list. Uh, but you, if you have any restaurants you've been at, doesn't matter what, please comment. Okay. Um, we went. We had Monterey Christmas dinner in Indy. Very good. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, in NYC, we went to a new steakhouse called Vinyl, um, and we had uh, Camus. And it, I don't like wine, uh, but Camus is is the only wine I, that I would drink, and it it really is delicious. You don't like wine? It's for a special occasion, though. It is expensive. I will say that. Camus, yeah. I, don't, I don't like but wine remember anymore. Remember when we went to Napa? Yeah. And like well, Camus this is really was relatable not... podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, no, it's but okay. yeah, I just remember going. You liked the other. Yeah, I like tasting it a little, but okay, I'm not. A, but you're I'm not, not going like to a... order any more at dinner. I don't. We don't drink yeah. it at home. I don't even drink alcohol at home if we're if, if our friends aren't over. Yeah. Um, same. I had a classic NYC pizza slice with uh, Sam in our hotel room. In Indy, I wanted to go to Chicken Salad Chick. That's Casey's favorite. Uh, we they aren't open on Sundays, just like Chick Fil A. So we went to McDonald's, <laughs> and uh, What's it I called Chicken What? Chicken Salad Chick. Wait, in southern, Chicago? No, it's oh, in, in Carmel. Okay, but they're putting one somewhere in uh, the Chicago land area. Okay. But anyway, interesting. Yeah, so I had a f- McDonald's fish sandwich for the either it's the first time ever, or it's the first time Stop. since I was a kid. I did not like it. Do you remember? You didn't like it? No. You didn't like the sauce on the didn't sandwich? Didn't like any. Didn't like it. Didn't like the steam bun. Do you bun. remember mom mm. growing up? That's all she would get is a chicken that's sandwich. True. Yeah. Not chicken. Sorry. A fish sandwich. Yeah. And she would dip the fries in the sauce. Uh, tartar and I sauce. got it. Yeah. I got it once and I was like, this is nasty. Yeah. But it was a great, like it was a caramel McDonald's. So it was, it was the McDonald's that you knew McDonald's could always be. Yeah. And it was clean and yeah. just worked. Pristine. And it wasn't 
disgusting like some of them here in Chicago are. My Did you old, just rate a McDonald's? <laughs> whatever. My we also Casey and I also went to uh, Chick Fil A this week. It was very good. Uh, it was my the old Chick Fil A I used to work at, and Chick Fil A, you know, they're just so ahead of the game. They are, uh, you know, everyone else uh, in the that fast food game is playing checkers, and Chick Fil A is playing chess because they're just they're just killing it. My old store is number one in all of Chicago, and uh, oh, and wow. with all the staffing issues, with what COVID went through, with what Chicago retail went through, that they, they're just a beacon of light. So. Uh, keep up the good work my old co-workers there so that was fun Aww. and then finally pure gourmet is still in the mix although i did want to put out their specialty item if you're going to go there b or yes. any of your student friends wait, wait. what what is pure gourmet is that where you, you have your best friend no that's at oh. mariposa okay sorry pure Continue. gourmet is in the base of the peninsula I haven't building. Been there, right? You did before they closed. You probably forgot. There's okay. a French restaurant, uh, lunch, oh, yeah. lunch and there. breakfast yep. place. Okay, continue. And uh, I gave Casey my leftovers. And, you know, on a perfect piece of chicken or a perfect piece of steak, you shouldn't need any sauce. You really shouldn't. Okay. It should be seasoned perfectly. Yes. And this chicken is. Yes. Casey, Casey had it. She went to the fridge and she got out an old Chick fil A sauce and put some of that on Chick fil A sauce. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Um, all right. Final topic. <laughs> B. I'm sorry. He's going to murder you. I know. I'm sorry. When she hears this. Okay. Final topic is. The Jane Burns Interchange. Oh my God! I need to speak on this shit. Reopened. Uh, it was supposed to take four years and cost five hundred and thirty-five million dollars. It instead has taken nine years and ended up costing eight hundred and six million dollars. <laughs> Not a win for taxpayers uh, in Chicago what? or Illinois. The reasons they cited of the delay were poor soil, underground tunnels they had to work around. The COVID supply what? chain and having to take crews off the job to fix the interchange uh, okay. at Lakeshore Drive and I-55, if you know what that one is, by McCormick Center. Yeah, okay. This is very much Chicago news, but indulge so... my infrastructure obsession. B, let me finish. Okay. Before it was named Jane Byrne uh, nine years ago, it used to be called The Circle here in Chicago. And for people familiar with the area, it brings together three major expressways and is used, B, by 400,000 yes. motorists per day. I remember when I first caught my eye back in 2013. That's how long? The year I graduated. <laughs> uh, I was going to fraternity formal, and I was very intrigued. I did recently, since I live in Chicago, even though I drive through it all the time because I have to. I did no. recently drive over there just to drive you through took it me. That and was check it out. I did it multiple times. Oh, um, now, George. Now, IDOT, or Illinois Department of Trans so Transportation, claims it should reduce traffic delays by at least 50%. Bullshit. And save 1.6 million gallons of glass each year and reduce severe crashes by 25%. I'm not sure if it will, <laughs> but it is a uh, is a sight to see. It's a sea of gray if you look over there. They they uh, and yeah. people always like uh, tag I it. I hate that road. And it really needs to be painted black so people can't do that, but that's probably against what safety is. Well, how do you feel about that? I hate that road. George has taken me down there. I drive there on my way to work every day. I didn't even notice that anything was different until George <laughs> told me 
And I just want to say it's not reducing traffic by 50%. I will say up in the air, but right now I feel like maybe 20 to 30. I'm not sure yet. Today was a good day, so it it made me a little bit lighter about the situation. Do you take it to work every day? Yes. And Mm. I hate it. I hate that shit so much. Well, Um, it's not going to fix all of Chicago's traffic problems. 290 is past its useful life. They probably need to do something with more of what? The on my weight or my Google whatever maps, when I type in something, what my girl on my maps is telling me to do versus what the signs say is not right anymore. Everything's different. Well, Dad the, was in the car with me and we it took me so long to get him to where he was supposed to go because I wasn't Well now if if you're approaching let me see if I can again, I'm sorry if this is so local, you don't care at all, but I care and it's my show. If yeah. if you approach from the Dan Ryan from the south and you want to take a downtown exit, you have to take like almost a separate express exit lane or two express exit lanes that will not allow you, I don't think, to come back on the main Dan Ryan and go up yeah. 9094. So there's yeah. but it's better. It's better because you don't have cars. Now you have four lanes that burn through the Jane Burn without exit ramps. Okay. Which is yeah. safer I mean- and better. I you got to you got to become familiar with it. Okay, fine. I don't know the roads you're referring to. Like the, That's the I main know, roads. No, I know, but I don't know like What? I, okay, I'm not a good driver. The interchange itself is around all the exits in downtown. So it, it Yes, I know. Okay. But what I'm saying is So you got to veer the, right from the south. I know, but it's just confu- it's just whatever. You'll it's get, a shit you'll show. Figure it out. If you do it's it every annoying. day, you'll eventually get it in 2 years. I don't like it. It did not make it that big of a difference to where I noticed until George made me drive on it and we hit traffic and you were like, Oh, it's going to, this is really exciting. 50% seems high and they say at least 50%. So it could be more. It's not. That means it's going to fix every traffic problem we have. Yeah. It's going to be no traffic ever. Bullshit. Yeah. It is weird to think there's an interchange in we're really for i know <laughs> i don't care there's an interchange in 465 which runs the circle around indy and it's the interchange at i-69 in castleton okay if you know where that is and they're overhauling I actually they're, do. Do, they're redoing that completely and in the middle of indiana that's only going to take them like a year and a half or t- maybe two years maybe not but is it i be- will say indy as much as i hate Hate strong word. I really, really don't like indie. Nice, a lot of indie fans. Great. I'm sorry. I'm not guys. saying that. That's B's opinion. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Mine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I do not like indie. But I will say they do have their shit together, traffic yeah, wise, Inda. road wise. They do I a good job. I love their roundabouts. I love that. Well, that's shit. Carmel. But okay, still. Whatever. Well, I'm and just Fishers. Saying, in general, yeah. they have their shit together. It's very organized and yeah, now, tidy. You I might like that. maybe it's because Indiana has more room. Like so, this interchange. Yeah, it's true. Is, is literally it's at the it's at the the meeting point of like the entire city so it's right off downtown you know all these expressways connect to it and they're landlocked too the one jane Byrne. so it's not the same jane Byrne isn't even called jane no Does, it is. is it literally called jane Byrne? The jane Byrne interchange like on a sign uh, i think so yeah it's been that way for nine years genius oops yeah i've never seen it yeah. I'm always like, what the That's, fuck is You need Jane to focus and, and not text and drive. I don't anymore. Okay. If you text me while I'm driving, you will get a notification that I will see it when I'm not driving. Okay. Yeah, I saw that weird focus thing. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Anything else, B, before I do the, wrap up and do the songs of the week? No, I didn't realize I was as passionate about roads. Yeah, good. That's You're like good. me. 
here we go. My favorite song is the week. Number one, Eyes on You by Nikki Yore. She knew to California. She know that I adore her. She got me like, ooh, I don't know These Nights do. by Loud Luxury and Kiddo. Better Days by Naked, Mae Muller, and Polo G. This is my favorite part of the show. That is uh, episode four. That was with much consternation. We finally got it up. And uh, I want to thank B for guest hosting and, and coming Aww. in hot and saving the day so we can get this out. Otherwise, thank you uh, all for listening to WAGD. Uh, have a great week. Yeah. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.